somebody, let's praise the Lord up in the house tonight. I thank God for what he's done. Amen. Hallelujah. What a God that we serve tonight. Praise the Lord. Tell somebody you love them before you sit down tonight, if you don't mind. By this shall all men know that you are my disciples, the Bible says, and that we have loved one for another. Man, I'm glad that Jesus loves me. Amen. Jesus loves me. This I know, for the Bible tells me so. Amen. It's a good life, church, living for the Lord. And uh, we're glad that you're here tonight, and we're thankful that you come and been with us in the house of the Lord and God is good amen amen he's just an awesome God and man it's good that we could just gather together in his name and and uh, just proclaim that he is the king of kings and the Lord of lords while I'm while I'm talking if you would turn your Bibles to the Matthew chapter 5 I just want to speak for a few minutes on Wednesday night that God would just bless us and this is our prayer meeting night, and I don't know about you, but I love praying. I don't do it as often as I should. <clears throat> I think I try daily to constantly allow Christ to be in my mind and my thoughts, and uh, I've always tried to be aware of the Lord, and I, but I know that there's times that I fail him in prayer because uh, the Bible says that really we're to pray without ceasing for this is the will of God. And, uh, but you know, prayer changes things, folks. Prayer moves God. Like nobody else can move God, but prayer can move the hand of God. Prayer can stop time. Prayer can move mountains. Prayer can make the enemy scatter from us. Prayer just automatically changes things in our lives. And sometimes I think that we live in a world full of confusion. We live in a world that's full of hate. We full of, live in a world that's full of sin. We live in a world that's full of all kinds of chaos. And have you ever wondered in life, God, why is this just happening to me? I have prayed, I have sought your face, I have looked for answers in different ways and, and I've looked through your word and I've looked through prayer, but some things just happen in life that we don't understand. And uh, some things that we, we can't figure out, but that we just simply trust in him. The Bible says what time I'm afraid, I will simply do what? I will trust in you, O God. When I don't understand it, when I can't figure it out, when I don't know what's transpiring in my life, when you've, when you've raised three kids and, 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 and one of them seems like a, well, I won't call them a, you know, little demon, but boy, they can act like some sometime, right? Uh, when you raise your children and you try to raise them up in the fear and the admonition of the Lord and they grow up and they're, you know, now they're in their teen years and they feel like that they're no more about life than you did. And used to, back in my day, we would knock them into next week. But today they don't do it so much. And we thank God, I've raised my children up, but look the way that they went. And so we don't understand a lot of things and a lot of things we just can't figure out in life. 
Our kids end up hurting us. Our kids end up doing things that we are totally against, even though we might have done some of those same things. And maybe one got sick with cancer or maybe something happened to one child that they passed or just maybe life sometimes is not fair to you and I. You ever thought about that? I'm sure you've questioned a lot of things like that. You know, why is it unfair? God, I'm a child of God. You said I can ask anything in your name and that you would do it, but nothing's happening. Though we seem like it's not. I don't think that God ever not answers our prayer. Maybe not always in the way that we want to see it come about. And maybe not always in the way that we planned it to happen, you know. Uh, sometimes things happen strictly because, I hate to say this, but the truth of the fact is, sometimes it's just our fault. But God gets blamed for it. Some things just happen that we do. Has anybody ever done anything wrong in here? How many has ever got behind on their bills because you went out and got too much credit, right? Yeah, that's not God's fault, is it? Now, we pray, and God sometimes is merciful to us, and he changes that for us. And sometimes he's merciful enough that he even helps us get out of it. But some of the times we don't listen, and we go back and have to do it all over again. But let me read my verse of Scripture real quick so I can get into the Word. I just know this, that God loves me. This I know. I know that God loves you. And his desire is he created you, and his desire is to give you love, joy, and peace, and sound mind. That's his job for the church. That's what he wants. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 45, it says, That you may be sons of your Father in heaven, for he makes his sun rise on the evil and on the good, and sends rain on the just and the unjust. When we was going through things uh, during this pandemic and there was a lot of things that was happening and, and going around in places, there was times that I thought, man, God, them guys ain't no good. Just smote them. Smote them in the name of Jesus. But the Bible tells us that it rains upon the just and the unjust. Even though things are messed up, this verse tells us that the Lord is kind to us all, making the sun to shine making it warm and making it rain at times to refresh the weather. A person does good or they do evil. But sometimes, church, those moments of sunshine, we are to cherish them and to enjoy them. There's times that we go through life and life is good for a season. Man, we bought the new car. We got our fresh baby just was born Two weeks ago, and ah oh man, the flowers come, the gifts come, and uh, everything is good. I got a promotion at work, and I've got a good raise, and uh, uh, man, God is just pouring out blessings upon us. And sometimes, when it's those kind of seasons that we all go through, that we all face, and that we all got at times that allows God allows that to happen in our life. Sometimes if we're not careful, we forget to thank God all the things that we're going through. 
See, sometimes I think that we fail God in the good seasons of our life. Because I guarantee you, I love life. I love being alive in the 21st century. I enjoy it. I don't like what's happening around me a lot, but I love being alive in this world that we're living in. And I can tell you there's times that God has been so good to me. There's been times that God has just rained out of heaven and poured blessings out. No, I'm not rich. No, I don't have a lot of material things. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about that God gives me peace with passes all understanding. And so when it's shining upon me and when, when life is going well and life seems to be doing good, I don't want to forget to praise him through the good times. Because I promise you, if you've been around any time and if you're going to be around any time, there's going to be some rainy days. There's going to be some bad days and most of us has already went through some of the bad days. But the sun will shine again. But equally, as, as the sun is shining and all is well, you wake up one day and your world has been turned upside down. That easy. Have you ever done that? In a moment, your world changed from good to bad. And then we say, God, where are you at in the midst of all of this? And God wants us to know that even though we don't understand it, even though we don't feel it, even though we don't see it, he's in the midst of us. But equally, we are to do the same when the rain comes. We must remember that God, no matter what, is still faithful. What I don't understand and what I don't know and what I can't figure out and why I ask God why, and I may not get the answer right away, God says, listen, all I'm looking for you is to still be faithful. We all have those moments where life can be bittersweet. You ever had a bittersweet life? Of course we had. God comes and gives you breaks through just breakthroughs just right at the right time. But then life hands you some hard things that will bring you to your knees. Has God ever brought you to your knees? Of course he has. Of course he has. But sometimes we think it's God, but it's not really. It's what we call the pain of this world has crushed us in a moment of time. Things that we don't deserve, things that we don't understand, things that we can't figure out. And Jesus says, I reign upon the, the good and I still, my mercy still reigns upon the bad. Was it, was, it, was it the psalmist that said, my foot almost slipped when I seen the prosperity of the wicked? Things that he couldn't understand, but then the wicked was being blessed all around. And he said, man, I almost slipped from underneath me. And haven't you thought the same thing? Why is things going well over here? But I'm doing the best I can to serve the Lord and look what's happening to me. Life hands us some hard things at times, brings us to our knees, to a breaking point. It breaks us into tears and full of pain. Most of you, some of you have been through pain that nobody knows that you've been through other than God. God don't know, nobody knows what you're like when you're in bed and you're by yourself and you're weeping before the Lord or you don't want to weep around the family so you go out in your car and take a drive and you're weeping because things are going not well for you. 
But I believe with everything in me that God sees our tears. I don't believe that the church goes through anything individually or corporately that God is not aware of. Sometimes when we think we don't understand, I have to remember the scripture says that his sun shines upon the good and upon the bad. I have to understand, understand that sometimes sin has caused the world to be in the shape that she's in. Sin has allowed things to creep into this old world that you and I unfortunately catch at times. Not because that God can't protect us, it's because sin has been raging in this world and we're just part of the world, unfortunately. But sometimes we catch part of this stuff. And when we don't understand because we trust in God, and he says, if you'll believe on me, anything is possible. Because we trust in God and we say, Lord, you said that you could do exceedingly abundantly above all that I asked or even that I think. Sometimes when we don't understand when he says, thy word is a lamp and a light unto my feet and we use it. Or in Psalms 90 where it says, he giveth his angels in charge over us to keep us in all thy ways. Or he or she that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide on the shadow of the almighty. And we say, God, where is your shadow at? Because this hurts today. See, we're church, but we have pain. We're church, but we still bleed like everybody else bleeds. But God says, I'm your comforter and I'm your guide. And church, I would rather serve God living the life I'm living through the pain and sometimes through the hell that I go through than go through this life without Jesus. I don't know how the world does it, but I would rather have to suffer in this life for the cause of Christ and go through what I'm going through because I know that at the end of the day, I got somebody that's holding my hand even when I can't feel him, even when I don't understand him. I got a God that's loving me. Now, I don't know about you. I would rather have Jesus through everything than to have life one day without Jesus. I'm glad that we can seek him when we need a miracle or help. I want to encourage the church tonight. God is not just our fire escape when things get bad. God's not just in a fire escape when things aren't the way that we wanted and we, we pray and say, oh God, I need a miracle, but we hadn't prayed when the sun was shining. You know, God wants us to pray in the good and the bad. Things that we don't figure and understand, he still wants us to pray. He wants us to pray. He wants us to pray always. Prayer and supplication let your request be made known unto who? God. He wants to know about the good days you're having as well as the bad days. We can't use him as a fire escape only, but we got to use him as a God that can take care of every need that I have. He's not there just for emergencies or just to call when we need him. And I know that upsets him and it hurts him at times. You know, have you, have you ever had a, a, a friend, the only time that they needed, needed you or wanted anything from you is when they needed a couple dollars? Have you ever had them type of people? Ah, oh, man, I'll call Joe and tell him I need a couple dollars and Joe will take care of me. And Joe takes care of him, but Joe won't hear from him until the next time. Well, that's how God feels sometimes. 
Sometimes, oh, they don't need me. You know, they don't need me. And sometimes we as parents, and I'm, I'm getting older, I'm not going to tell you my age tonight because I'm always in trouble for telling my age. Some reason she thinks I'm old. <clears throat> but I know the older I get, the more I call my children. Because you know why? I know for me, my time is starting to be limited on earth. And I want to have all the time I can with my children. And I think about God, how that I call them. Well, don't you think that God wants us to call upon him? Because one day he's taking us home. And he just wants us to spend all the time that we can with him. And I want to encourage you tonight, church, as we pray and as we come together and we all have different things that we're going through. The greatest thing about God is he wants us to pray to him. Cast every care over to him. The Bible said, why? Because he cares for us. He loves us. He wants to supply all of our needs. And just through the darkest days of your life, I can promise you that God's with you today. Through the times that you can't figure out why, understand anything, I can promise you that God says, I've got everything under control. Oh, no, you don't, Jesus. I'm messed up, so. I'm losing it, so. If you don't do something, I'm going to flip myself crazy. God says, all is well. All is well, my son, my daughter. And we can't see it because all the fog and the sand, everything is the blizzard that's in front of us. We can't see very far in front of us. What we do see is the now, the moment, the things that we're in. But Jesus sees, you don't believe me now, but I promise you there's a better day coming. Church, we've been going through a lot of hurts around here. We've been going through a lot of pain and difficulties and struggles. We all got our own struggles. We, we, we all got our own pain that we deal with and some a little bit worse than others. But I want to tell you that we're not alone. That God's with us. He's for us. He's never going to leave us or forsake us even when we can't figure it out. He's our God. We always, you know, and sometimes, let me, let me say this real quick and I'll move on. Sometimes we think, you know, that if we sin or if we fail God, that God's up there in heaven and zap, he did this to my family member or he did this to me because I messed up. God don't do that. God loves us. Now, God does say he chastens his children he does that to get us back on the right path. I don't know about you. I'm, you know, I know we can't really say it today, but I will say it now because my children's grown and gone and they can't do much about it anymore. But back in my day, we did what they called spank our children. And I didn't take pleasure in spanking my daughters. I didn't take pleasures in getting the belt out and say, you know, hon, and I, I, I lied to them probably. I said, this hurts me more than it does you. They're thinking, Dad, you're nuts. And truthfully, I didn't hit them that hard anyways. But I wanted to 
tell them what you did wasn't the best thing in the world and just do a little correction. But I'm telling you, God's not up in heaven trying to point and do bad things to his people. He's not that kind of God. He's a God that loves us. We happen to live in a world that's full of sin. Because of one man's sin, sin entered into the world. Every sickness, every disease that's come into this world is because of sin. Unfortunately, there's times that it happens to all of us. We all get that call that we don't want to get. And I know the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. But Jesus said, hold on, I come to give you life. Help us, Lord, to stand firm in our faith when evil's all around us, even when life don't make any sense. Help us to stand with your word and help us to stand and say there will be no weapon formed against me that will prosper. For God is on my side. And I'm fixing to close. <clears throat> Psalms 91, 7 through 11. I won't read it all, but, you know, it talks about that uh, a thousand shall fall at thy side, 10,000 at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh unto me. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 6, I think it is, or 6 and 4, I, um, the Bible talks about that we are to put on the whole armor of God. How many knows that we need the armor today? We need it more than anything and um, finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, powers, and powers against the rulers of darkness of this world and against spiritual weaknesses in high places. Wherefore, I say, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand. What he says there in that withstand, he says, withstand in what? the evil day unfortunately we are living in evil days and it rains upon the just and the unjust but the bible says that if we'll put on the whole armor of god that he'll protect us against the evil days doesn't mean what we face and what we go through we won't be affected by but there's at least something about god that says when the fiery darts of the wicked come we can dodge those bullets because greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. Did you know that things in life happen and God says some of it happens because of sin, some of it happens because of this or that? I can tell you this for sure that <clears throat> there was men in the Bible that did great things for God, but things happened in their life that they will never understand. They do at the end of life. I believe this. Joseph being a young lad and had to be sold, his brothers sold him into slavery. Then he got accused of Potiphar's wife, accused him of adultery, and he got put in prison for years, not just a couple years, but for days and days and years. He got put in prison, and he's a young man, and he's thinking, man, God, here I am trying to pray to you, and why is my world so messed up? And at the end of it, God used it to save his people from famine sometimes church you're going through things that you can't see the whole picture Amen. until it's all said and done then God might allow you to be alive to see the rest of the story but if he didn't maybe your kids will see it maybe their kids will see it but somebody will because I believe that our feet are ordered of the Lord 
I believe everything that the church and what you go through, God, God knows what you're facing and what you've been going through, what you went through, what you're going to face. Because see, he said, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I choose to trust this journey with Christ despite all of my not understanding, despite all of my not figuring it out. And you, you've been through things, church, and we all have. And maybe we don't, ever, we don't have the answers to it all. We can't figure it all out. And maybe we don't, maybe we'll never figure it out. But one thing I know, David said when he got old, he said, I was young. I believe when he looked on that hillside, stood up there that day, and he wrote these words, he said, when I was young, he said, I was young and now I'm old. He said, one thing I know, I've never seen the righteous forsaken or seed out begging for bread. David looked back in his life and he said, if it had not been for the Lord, when the waters overwhelmed me, when the waves would come up against me, all the things that David went through, he always said, if it had not been for the Lord. Church, can you say in your life, if it had not been for the Lord? Are you here? Are you a walking testimony of walking by faith when you don't understand what's been going on in your life? Be of good courage tonight. God's on your side. God's on your side tonight. I got to thinking, you know, God loves us. God is for us. The Hebrew boys went through things. Daniel went through things. David went through things. Men of old went through things. Paul went through things. We're all going to go through things. It's not so much what we go through. It's how we come out of it. Not so much what we face. It's how we face it. But I made my mind up a long time ago and I settled in my heart. Doesn't matter. I'm going to serve the Lord. I have nowhere else to go but to Jesus. Would you stand with me tonight? Now you might be facing something tonight. I know. And let me, let me, let me wrap this up with saying this. I'm not preaching no gloom and doom stuff. I'm preaching that we have hope in this life because we got Jesus in this life. I'm not preaching to you sad things. I'm trying to tell you good things that God's with you. He's never going to leave you. He's never going to forsake you. He's going to always come and be with you. And if you're going through something tonight, say you've been going through something, maybe you're going through something tonight. And, and uh, first of all, I'd like for those that is struggling tonight, been facing things that uh, has been hard for you. And, and, you know, if you want to, you don't have to, but I'd like for you to come up front because we're brothers and sisters in the Lord and there's no other way to pray better than for your family. Because if it's not, but by the grace of God, you might be in their shoes this time next year. So if you're here tonight and you're struggling, would you come up? Come on, don't, don't make me look like I didn't preach what I knew I was going to preach. But if you're facing things, come on, let God just come. We're, we're a body. We're here tonight because Jesus is in the house. We're here because we all struggle. I could tell you that I wish that my three girls would just, that I had Stephanie, Mandy, and Angela that, um, I, I wish they was all saints growing up, but they wasn't. And I wish that I could tell you that all the children that I have, that they've been perfect, but they're not. I wish I could tell you that I raised a beautiful home and we didn't have no struggles in that home. I wish I could tell you that none of my children ever got sick. 
I wish I could tell you that I had a baby daughter that was two years old that got ran over on her head on a four-wheel drive truck when she was two years old and the doctors didn't give her no hope. I wish I could tell you that I never had to face struggles in life. I wish I could tell you that I never got into an argument, never got into a fight. I wish I could tell you that I never had financial problems. I wish I could tell you that I never had a struggle in my life. But I, I can't, but I can tell you that there's a God in heaven tonight that can take the struggles away from you. Even if it's for a moment, church, even if you leave this place knowing that you've been touched in Jesus' name and you go back out the same way you come in, the good thing about it is you know that God's been in the house. Anybody else want to come tonight? I'm going to get you up here one way or the other, so we're just soon for you to, you know. Okay, all those that would, would you come and we're going to pray.